It was 1964. I was entering my teenage years, and a member of our congregation, Sadie Thompson, a single lady, had decided to scholarship me to go to the Bentleyville Camp Meeting, which was a 10-day holiness camp with lots of teenagers but also adults. And her hope was that somehow something would happen there that would go deep in my soul. Well, the truth of the matter is, in hindsight, something did happen, and it had a great effect on me in the long run, though in the short run, no one would have known it. When I went to this camp meeting, every day there were different activities, and one of the activities we were obligated to go to was missionary hour. And we would go to the great big outside tabernacle, and we would sit there as teenagers, maybe 30 or 40 of us, and this missionary lady, her name was Mrs. Miller, talked to us about global missions. And she decided that she was going to spend the week talking to us about the martyrdom of five missionaries that had occurred just six years earlier down in Ecuador. Five young men who had gone in to share the gospel with the Alca Indians, an unreached tribe, all lost their lives. And it became an international story. It also challenged many, many people to give their lives to the cause of Jesus Christ. Well, she would tell that story and she showed us pictures. And while I was more interested at the time of, of my companions, this, this really went deep inside of me, that someone so young would go to a place so primitive in order to share a message I didn't quite understand and in essence, lose their life over it. Well, over the years, Jim Elliott became a, a, a real important figure in my own life. I, I never met him. I did meet a couple members of his extended family. But the story of his life became very important. By the way, the story of this martyrdom was recorded in a book by his wife, Elizabeth Elliott, and the book is called Through Gates of Splendor. I can tell you I've probably read that book 15 times. It's powerful, a great story of dedication, of laying down one's life for what they believe in. And this is precisely what happened with these five men, and also, particularly, this man, Jim Elliott. His wife, Elizabeth, had edited his journals, and they came out in a form called Shadow of the Almighty, that, too, I read several times. It was a powerful portrait of a young man that was completely sold out to Jesus Christ. He wanted to give his all in response to Jesus giving his all to him. And in the midst of these journals, there is a single statement that really laid hold of me and has for years had an impact on me. Jim Elliott said that he wanted to give what he could never keep in order to gain what he could never lose. Give what he could not ever keep to gain that which he could never lose. That's a powerful statement. And what he is saying is he wanted to learn how to open his hands to things that he was grabbing hold on and holding tightly and let God be in charge of that in order then he could go deeper in his relationship with God and in his trust with God. Well, that's a very, very important teaching in a single sentence. And I began to think of what is it that I'm holding on to that would be better fit for the hand of God? 
This goes to what Jesus was teaching in the Sermon on the Mount, that God cares for us. He watches over us. He knows the hairs on our head. He knows how to adorn us even more beautifully than the lilies of the field. And that there's something about our own anxious attention to some of these issues that becomes a barrier in our relationship with God. That we have to trust that we can open our hands and that God would take good care of us in these areas. So here's a question that I'd like you to ponder today. Not a long statement, but a a very important question. What are you holding on to that would fit better into God's hands? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. He'll show you that. There may be something, maybe your job, maybe your possessions, maybe even your health, your security, or your life. And you got a real strong grip on it. I wonder if it wouldn't be better if we could place these things in the hands of God. Ask the Holy Spirit. I really think he'll show you if there's something in your life that you need to release unto the Father so that he could take good care of it for you. God bless.